Today's daf is daf Chavtes. We are holding right at the bottom of Chavtes Amad Beis. Now we already had the first version of the explanation that was said in the name of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was commenting on the Mishnah on Chavtes Amad Beis. The Mishnah said that if somebody is being taken out to be executed, means there already was a sentencing and you're seeming taken out, it, it, you cannot definitively state and testify that I saw this person being killed that would be allowed, the wife's allowed to get remarried and it creates a suffix and you have to go to the in both scenarios, wherever it comes out being a chumrah, you want to give examples with the truma exactly. But the question, uh, so, so the first version, Rabbi Yosef said that that was talking about in a based in Shel Yisroel, right? But uh, in the based in of, of the Gechavim, when they give a sentence to execute somebody, then it's done. And therefore you can testify that the person actually was executed. That was the first version. The second, Iqadah Amri, we're going to see now, Iqadah Amri, Amrav Yosef, he learns the opposite. He says, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, that even if you see him being taken out, to be executed. It means after the sentencing, but you don't actually see visually the execution. It's only a suffolk and a That's dafka by a based in shalav dekechavim. But, once he's already been sentenced to be executed, then, then you can be assured that the person would be executed. So the, according to this Lushan, you have to say by the basting of the Ertikachavim, it's not so sure, because they are subject to bribes. Even though in the first Lushan we said, but after sentencing they were not, this Lushan doesn't hold. This Lushan holds that it's not a done deal, even if by basting Shlav Dechavim, if they've been sent to Ezekiel. But the Jewish basting, once they have sentenced, that's going to happen. So Amalei Abaya, Beitin Shi Yisrael Nami Efta Chozlei Zechusen, and we said yesterday, is that you can have new evidence come in. They will open the case if new evidence comes in and tests the fact that the Yisrael is innocent. We do everything to save the person. And therefore, how do you know it's a done deal even by the Beitin of the Yisrael? Maybe the Beitin of Yisrael, they, they would open the case again if they have new evidence. So it says like this, is that the norm of when new evidence would come and cause a reversal of, uh, of, of the situation is only before the sentencing has happened. Before that the person's sentencing has happened. But but once the sentencing has happened, and generally we've looked at all avenues before we do sentencing, so we've reached the point of where sentencing has happened, the norm is they will not see a schus. So the small percentage that maybe it could technically be overturned, but the chances are after in a Jewish court that they already did the Gemara Din, that they're going to overturn it because they're going to find Nuschuyos, is so slim that it doesn't take away from the Chazaka that if somebody is being sentenced and taken out to execute, you have a right to testify that what? That that person is going, has been executed. Alright, now the same Shachlavatariya we had yesterday is going to be used but in yesterday we were doing it to ask questions. Here it's going to be trying to support the ruling. Again, the ruling of Rabbi Yosef is that if it's sentencing by a based in of Eidurim is not definitive and therefore it still only leaves it as a soft thing, whereas sentencing by a Jewish court 
that you can be sure that once the person has been nigmar dinay lamiso, that that person for sure is going to be executed. So let's say the following is a support. This is a Gemara in Sanhedrin in Makkas. What does it say over there? If two witnesses show up in New York and they say, we were in, my, in, in L.A. and we saw in L.A. that this person was sentenced to death. Right? He ran away and he ran to New York and now you hopped him in New York for whatever reason, for different offense, but you have him in your control now. We testify that he was sentenced in L.A. We don't have to go through a whole new trial. Once they testify they saw him being sentenced in New York, in, 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 in L.A., what can they do in New York? They can execute him right away. Ah, why aren't we afraid that maybe in, uh, in L.A., after they sentenced him, they found new evidence to turn it over? Elamai, what do you see? That it's so not shchiach to have such a scenario that we can assume that he needs to be executed in the Yotzah. It's a raya to the point that Rabbi Yosef had made. So the Chayra again. So it says, And they attest to who the Adam in L.A. were. He is executed. So the Chayra, this would seem to be a good raya. The Gemara says, not a good raya. Because it could be possibly... So the Gemara is playing devil's advocate. It's not true. It could be that after sentencing, we still have enough of a suffix to not make it definitive that they might over, uh, overturn it. So why over here don't we have that suffix? Because the fact that the person ran away, what does that tell us? That the chances are that it wasn't overturned. Because if it was overturned, he wouldn't have run away. So in this particular case... There is no expectation of it having been overturned. But in a regular case, could be there is this expectation, and you can't therefore say in a Jewish court, once it's been Nigmadinoi, we can exclude it definitively that that person will be executed. So Dilma Bereach Shani, maybe when the person ran away, it is different. Toshima, come and listen. So it says as follows. We're going to read the Raisa, and then we're going to tweak the Raisa to make sense, and then we're going to try and bring the proof. So Shomim based in Yisrael. If you heard from a Jewish court of law, people that were actually in the court, they testify that somebody died while uh, he was being uh, incarcerated there, or or was executed by the Beistin, that based on that testimony, the wife is allowed to remarry. If you hear from the executioners of the Oivdekechavim, you hear from them that uh, this person has, uh, uh, has was, was in, in, in the non-Jewish courts, you heard, we're at uh, uh, ten, 10 lines, 12 lines down from Testament Allah. So therefore it says like this, but you heard me come to recent from the non-Jewish executioners that each plane he makes, each plane in Erog, that the person died in their custody or the person was executed. So that person, his wife cannot be remarried. Why? Because we're concerned that, uh, that maybe that's not what happened, right? So why is it like this? So what does it mean over here? What are they testing? What is the Jewish court attesting to? What's the situation? My mace, my nerag. What does it mean that he died or he was executed? Mamish, the guy is dead. And that's what either in the Jewish courts they were testifying or in the non-Jewish courts. It's the Kavase, would come out in the equivalent case 
means the first half of it makes sense. In the Jewish courts, he was executed. I understand he was executed, and, and therefore we can believe it, and then his wife could get remarried. But what doesn't come out uh, easy to understand is because then the parallel case of in the non-Jewish courts, right, that's saying is that uh, that she cannot get remarried. Why can't they allow his wife to be remarried? We have a halacha that even by if he's giving the information in innocence, means in passing, means he doesn't realize you, that information is pertaining to you, that you need the information. He just happens to be shooting the breeze. He gives information. The halacha is, especially in the laws of Aguno, we can use that information and she can get remarried. So if it's talking about where the mamash said that they executed her and she died, so then why can't we use that information? Why is it no different than any Messiah Lefitumo situation? And it should be okay. So, even by a Gentile, he is believed. It must be that we're not talking about where the person, they testifying where the person actually died. It means, Mace means, Yoitzilomus, Venerag Yoitzilahareg. So it says that means in the, in the, by the, in the, in the, in the court, they didn't say he actually was dead. They say he was actually dead. You should believe it. What they said is that he was sentenced to death. Right? He was sentenced to, uh, we have to see what the case of Mason, but he's been sentenced into a, to being executed or to die. And the point is that that's why now we understand, it makes sense according to the way of Yosef understand. Because even if that's true, we said by a non-Jewish court they're subject to bribes, therefore what? You can't, even if after that, you can't rely on it, and therefore, then she cannot get remarried based on that. And now it would come out, the first part of it also supports what Rabbi said. But in a Jewish court of law, as long as the sentencing has happened, then it's going to end up for sure being executed, and therefore she's able to be remarried. And therefore we have a support, that we have a rabbi from this bride to the way the Ikita Amri explained Rabbi Yosef in uh, explaining Al Mishnah. Someone says no. Money pushes back. It's talking about that he actually died. He actually was executed. Therefore, that's the reason why in a Jewish court she can't get remarried. But if it's only a sentencing, might not be enough of a riot. So therefore, that's the case by the, in the first case, the parallel case by the Ebedek you have to say the same thing. And then you're going to come back to the original question. It means when the Ebedek HaKhavim and the executioners tell you that he died or was executed, so it says there you don't believe. Why? What happened to Messiah Lefit Tumo? Why can't you believe what they said? The Ebedek HaKhavim are going to say the parallel case by the HaKhavim. So then, Amai, Loi, why shouldn't they be believed? They should be believed. Now, the Gemara is going to tell us a very important point about Masiyah Lefitumo. What is Masiyah Lefitumo? It means that if the Avdekachavim doesn't know that the information is pertinent to you, then what? Then you can accept it. However, the caveat to that, with an exception to that is, is that if it's information that's pertinent to him, if it's information pertinent to him, then you have to worry about his uh, embellishing or his exaggerating. So it's like it's true. If some guy off the street says, you know, I was walking past a non-Jewish court today and I saw somebody was executed. It's not Nagaya you, it's not Nagaya him, he's just in passing. But when it's the executioners themselves talking, then even though they don't know that you need the information, but since it's something that pertains to them... We still worry that they might be embellishing or exaggerating what they said, and that's why we can't rely on the Siyach Lefitumo in this particular case. 
Where it says, Hani Mili Bemilsa Ball. That's only it's information that's not pertinent to them. But these are the executioners themselves. then They're strengthening their, uh, the, the, the lie. Meaning they might exaggerate, embellish on the truth. And therefore you cannot explain it. You cannot accept it. There's no Messiah Lepitumah. Bottom line is, we have two Lashonas in how to explain the Mishnah that when it's, the person is being sentenced and taken out to be executed, we cannot use that as definitively as the person is dead. It only creates a suffix. The first lesson said is talking about in a Jewish court because we worry about that this chus will come later, but not in a non-Jewish court. And the second Russian says, no, it's not we're talking about it in a non-Jewish court, because they're subject to bribes, but in a Jewish court, once it's already reached the point of sentencing, the chances of it being overturned are so slim that we can already definitively assume that the person has been executed. Those are the two Lashanas of Rabbi Yosef. Let's go to the next Mishnah. Okay. Hamei get the Eret Yisrael. This is a key point here. A get is being delivered in Eretz Yisrael. It means it's originating in Eretz Yisrael. Now we all know the reason why it would be saying that based on our previous learning of the last 27 blot. Why does it have to say, what's the difference if it originated in Chutz Aretz or it originated in Eretz Yisrael? You don't need to say, but Fana Neftam, Fana Neftam. means what we're going to be dealing with right now, we're going to be dealing with the rule is that when you send an agent, you make a shliach, does he, is he empowered to make another agent? Is it, does, has the shliach got the right to make another shliach? Now, why it's saying it, this is only, we're saying it when it's in Eretz Yisrael, because if it's outside, the get originated outside of Eretz Yisrael, you have another problem. The first shliach, is need, needed to say, so how can he choose another agent, to take his place. If the other agent cannot say Fana Nechtam. Now there is an Eitzah we'll see in the next Mishnah. The Eitzah is that you go to Bastin and in front of that Bastin the first Shliach will say Fana Nechtam, Fana Nechtam. That Bastin now will appoint the second Shliach and the second Shliach when he delivers the get will say I was made an agent in Bastin. And therefore by being able to say I was made the agent in Bastin, the, the, the Bastin in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael, let's say, that get the get from this guy will know that the, sec- that the Bastin would not have made this guy the second Shliach unless they must have heard from the first guy that he said, but yeah, we're not talking about that there's a second based in other point. Here we're talking about a guy on his own. I want to make another guy the Shlia. Well, that could only even be a Shiloh if it's in Eretz Yisrael. That would not be able to be a Shiloh in Chutz Aretz because that first guy is needed in Chutz Aretz to be able to say, Okay, keep that in mind. Maybe get very strong. The chala, the chala is that the first person was not able to fulfill his mission because he got sick. The shliach got sick. Shliach one got sick, but he wants to make sure that the get is delivered, right? So the chala is interesting. It says it's a case of an onus. We're going to talk about that in a moment. It was an onus, right? This is the case that he got sick. So therefore, Harez Mashalch of Yad Acher, Mishnah, that Shliach one can call Shliach two and say, listen, I want you to finish, fulfill my mission. I'm giving this, I'm empowering you to continue on to deliver this get to this woman. Now, Im Amar Loi, however, what if the husband said, listen, I left by my wife, I left a certain item. 
Right? Now, if she gets divorced and I walk away, chances are... I'll get it back. Therefore, I want you to make sure that you get this... Give her the get, but make sure you get back this particular item. So it's good we'll see if it's like he's leveraging getting back the item. The point is over here, but the Gemara is going to understand, where he says that to the shliach, that implies that he wants this shliach to be the one who gives the get, because he wants this shliach to be one to collect it. So mashma that in this case, shliach one should not... Be able, to transfer. be able to transfer it over to Shliach 2. Everyone hear the difference? Yeah. So, it's like this. We'll see in Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan Shlokish how to learn this last piece of the morning. That last part of the Mishnah. Now, Im Amar Eloi, if the husband said to Shliach 1, Tuli Hamena Chefetz Blaini, I need you to retrieve for me a certain object. In that case, Shliach 1 should not transfer the Shlichos to Shliach 2. Shein Ritzayna, Shiyeheh, Tigdana, Biyad Achad. Because in that case, he wants, when I want somebody to watch an item, I trust you in terms of getting back that item. I don't trust anybody else, and therefore I want you to do it. I don't want you transferring the shlichus over to someone else. Let's go back to it. That our Mishnah that allows shliach one to make shliach two, the shliach is because specifically it was an onus. Because shliach one got sick. The implication though is, that what, that Shliach 1, there was nothing wrong with Shliach 1, it wasn't a situation of onus, then what? He would be allowed to. Of course he's not allowed to. He should not be allowed to do it, right. That's, that's what Rav Chana was, is implying. Because it's Chadav Gajgar Chala. So the Gemara says, Shita, Chala Ktani. The Gemara says, what is the, you're not telling me any big innovations over here, why? It said in the Mishnah what happened, why did Shliach 1 transfer to Shliach 2? Because he got sick. So what are you adding? What are you being massive to this new information here? So Mao is saying, well, you might think that Huadin Avagav Delechala. You might think that Shliach Oza Shliach is not a problem, even if Shliach 1 did not get sick. So I, so why is the Mishnah give the example where Shliach 1 got sick? Because that would be the norm. The norm would be Shliach 1 would do it. Why wouldn't Shliach 1 be able to do it if he got sick? But maybe it's just telling what the norm is, but it doesn't limit the capacity for Shliach 1. Maybe Shliach 1 is able to do it even what? Even if it's not a situation of onus, it would still be something allowed to do. Kamash Malan comes along, Rabbi Khan will tell you, no, that's not shot the Mishnah. The Mishnah is, why can a shliach make another shliach only under extreme situation where he got sick, where it's an onus? That's the point. Alright, now what the Gemara is going to say, this is going to be a little difficult. The way we just explained now, it's mashma, normal circumstances, ain't shliach, oz shliach. Only it's an extreme situation of challah, is he allowed to do it? But the one is going to bring down, there is a machlokas the chachamim and Rav Shimim and Gamliel concerning this very point, whether shliach is oz shliach or ain't shliach, oz shliach. And the chorah, the way we just explained the Mishnah, is going to be difficult according to either shita of the chachamim or of Shimim and Gamliel. Now let's see. Now, if the case was that the husband said, take, right, we're going to see, he never said, you take. He just said, take this get. So if he just said, holech, then the chachamim shita is, in a case where he never said, ata holech, but he said, holech, 
they hold shliach owes a shliach, and therefore shliach owes a shliach, therefore they, you should be able to make him a shliach even if what? If he wasn't sick. If he wasn't sick. So if the case of our Mishnah was holach, so then avol gavdulech cholanami, even if he didn't get sick too. And if the case is according to Chachamim that he said the case was Atolech, then Atolech limits that even what? Even if he's sick, he cannot give it over. So then Afilu Cholanami Loi. So in the Chachamim Shita, the Mishnah talking about a case of Chala is difficult because if it's the Chachamim Shita, it makes no difference. If it was Holech, it should make no difference, it's okay. And if it was At Holech, it should make no difference that you can't do it. So what's the case of our Mishnah? Dafku when it's sick. It doesn't fit in the Chachamim. Now maybe it goes in Rav Shimon Gamliel's Shita. Rav Shimon Gamliel says unequivocally, it makes no difference where you said Holech yeah. or where you said At Holech, what does he hold? Ein shliach ozer shliach. So if he holds across the board, ein shliach ozer shliach, then it should make no difference even if he was <laughs> sick. <laughs> even his chola. So when it's a vira, I'm gamliel, I feel chali The sanya. Now we're going to quote the b'risa on the information that was given. Let's see. The sanya. Holech get. If all you said was holech without the pronoun at. So if you said holech get zele ishti, harez mishalcha biyad acher, that's the chalam shita, what? The holech get ishti allows the person, the shliach is oser, shliach, right? At holech, we add the at, so then at holech get zele ishti, harez elo yishlachen biyad acher. So chalam shita said it's black and white. No at, you could do it. At, you cannot do it. Which therefore we don't understand our mission. It should make no difference. Holech, not holech. What did he say? Holech, either way should be okay. At holech, either way should not be okay. So you're going to tell, okay, maybe it's going to be sheet of Shem Gamliel. What else Shem Gamliel, Oimer? He says, Bangkok, Bangkok. Whether you said holech, we said at holech. Ein ashliach oz ashliach. Lechora ein shliach oz ashliach. And therefore it should even be ein shliach oz ashliach. If what? If it is holech. So who's the Tana of our Mishnah? The Gemara gives three solutions. Let's go through three possible solutions. Number one, maybe the shot is like this. In the Brisa, right, the Chachamim and the Brisa made a difference between Holech and Ad Holech. It said like this. If you said Ad Holech, you have to do it. Holech, it opens a Shlech Maybe when they said Holech, that you are allowed to do it. They also meant, when are you allowed to do it? Only if it's cholech. Meaning, maybe in the Brisa, the Chachamim Shita, mean at cholech, you could never do it. Cholech, maybe you oh, could Lord. do it, but maybe it's talking about like the case of the Mishnah, when you're sick, because that's what the, 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 the when he asks you to do it, he wants you to do it. He understands. Right. That if you get sick, you'll get someone else. But no, but you're not sick. It's not an onus. Then who does he want to do it? Mm-hmm. You. So maybe the case of the bride, when the Chachamim said, Holdech, you can do it, also only meant when you're Holdech. So that's one way. Of the, the, Chachamim, the Chachamim are the Tanoim of the Mishnah. And it's about a case of Holdech, and he got sick, and that's the case of the bride. So let me just finish. Now, Ema. So therefore, Ema is Ema Holdech, Vuhudachala. That's scenario number one. Now, Ema is Ema, or maybe the case is like this. Maybe the case is that the case in the uh, in the Mishnah is a case of atholach. Ah, we saw in the bride of the Chachamim said if it's an atholach situation, no, what? No. Then 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 you shouldn't do it. But maybe it means you shouldn't do it unless you get sick. I mean, what the Gemara is saying is like this: is that the Mishnah's case is talking about an atholach. I, the bride said atholach ain't shliach shliach. Yes, true. Under normal circumstances, ain't shliach shliach. If it's an atholach, unless what? Unless he gets sick. So therefore, that's another way of, uh, another way of learning it. Again, reconciling the Mishnah Bryson. The Mishnah is talking about Ad Holech. He got sick. I, the Bryson, Ad Holech. 
It's true. When he said Ad Holech, however, it's understood, even though he said Ad Holech, the husband wants it to happen, and therefore if he knows he got sick, then what? Then you'd be allowed to do it. So that's scenario number two. So scenario number one, we were tweaking the case of the Brysa. Scenario number two, we're like tweaking the case of the Mishnah. We're saying the Mishnah is talking about specifically a case of Ad because it would be a case of Holech, you could do it. Then you could do it even without Chola. Ad Holech is where it makes a difference when it's Chola. That's the second way of learning it. So Yibayi's Ema, Ad Holech, V'chola Shani. Ad Holech is a case in the Mishnah, and the person got sick. What's the third way of understanding it? The third way of understanding it is Taka going in Rav Shimon and Gamliel. It's I, Rav Shimon and Gamliel said in the Brisa, whether you said Holech, whether you said Ad Holech, you cannot do it. But the Mishnah's saying is, but when you got Chola, even Rav Shimon and Gamliel will agree. So that's the other, that's the third way of doing it. The Mishnah is talking about a case where you chola, therefore it's true under normal circumstances, ain't shliach or shliach. Whether you said hola, whether you said ad hola. Unless what? Chola, which is the case of the Mishnah, and therefore the Mishnah would be going like the Shita of, of Shimon Gamliel. So when it's like of Shimon Gamliel, he, the chola shani, when you got sick, it is different. Okay. So we had a question between the Mishnah and the uh, between the Mishnah and the Brisa, and we have three possible ways of explaining. Why don't the, why they specifically make him say according to the that I want you to take it and nobody else? When you look at the person face to face on tape, but he didn't do it. But he didn't do it. But he didn't. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. So what did he mean? He didn't say it. You're saying he's more specific than we would have a Shaila, but he didn't. All right, let's go. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. I may be get the Eretz Yisrael. Our Mishnah said, I may be get the Eretz Yisrael, but Chol is our Mishnah. Now, they want to ask Ramina, who I'm going to ask you the following contradiction. Now, the case in the Rice, this is the way Rashi explains this. The case over here is talking about where a get wasn't even written. I mean, our Mishnah is talking about the get was already written up. The guy went to a safer, got it written up, and then he goes to Shliach, and he's saying, you're going to go take this to my wife, I'm living in Tel Aviv, take it to Yerushalayim, it's in Eretz Yisrael, okay, and then the guy got sick, along the way he made another person, that was the case of the Mishnah, the case over here in the Bryce is talking about a get wasn't even written up, right, and he goes over to two people, and he said, I want you to give a get to my wife, now obviously if a get hasn't been written up, what he's instructing them is two things over here, he's instructing them, one, to write the get, as well as deliver the get, right? That's case number one. So, Now, there are three people. We're going to see why this makes a difference because three also functions as a based in. We'll see, Rashi explains what the difference over here. In the case of three, there he actually said, So, in both cases, he wants it written because it does, it's not here yet. But in the first case, he didn't actually say kiss, so he just said tnu. In the second case, where it's three people, he actually said kisvu tnu. It says these particular people have to both be the ones riding and delivering, which implies that what? They cannot give over this instruction to anyone else. Now the Chayra in who in only they're allowed to do it. Aval Shliach, but to tell another agent that you should just do it on behalf of us. So that's contradicting our Mishnah. Right, everyone understand. Our Mishnah seems to say, at least in the case of Chala, Shleach, Here it says unequivocally, if he told them to do it, 
no way you can do it. Now, the Rishonim deal, well, why can't you say simple? This was not a case of Chola, and there was a case of Chola. I'm not going to get into it too much even right now. But the bottom line is, the question is, Yotzmashba, they have to do it. They cannot pass it on. Not the writing, not the delivering. And in our Mishnah, Yotzmashba, that you are able to pass it on. That's the Gemara's Kasha. Now, so, we're going to have a machlokas, Abaya and Roba, how to answer this question. But let me explain Abaya first. And this also needs Rashi's, uh, we need to understand from Rashi. Ra- uh, why there's a difference between the case of two and three. If in both cases, the, 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 it's not here. But in the case of three, he actually said to them to write. So now, the, 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 the Rashi says like this. Rashi says that if you tell a based in, if you tell a based in, I want to divorce my wife, right? You tell him, I want, you, I want to divorce my wife, make sure that it, it gets sent to her, then they don't have to themselves write it. Because if you're telling them as a function of based in, then as a function of based in, they can appoint someone to do it. And therefore, they could have somebody else write it, and have somebody else deliver it. So therefore, the only reason over here, by three, that they have to do themselves, because you sit specifically kissful. When you say kisvu utnu, then I'm not giving, I'm not telling you this as your function of based in. I'm saying it, I want you, the guys, to specifically do it. That's why it's a difference. Because if all you said over here, Raji says, you said tnu, so tnu by two people, they have to write it and they have to give it. But tnu by a based in, then it means, I'm, I didn't say kisvu then they, as based in, would have a right to get somebody else to come and write it. That's why the only reason we don't say it functions like based in over here, because you never just said tnu to them. What did you say? Kisvu tnu, therefore you're being mocked that what? That they are the ones that write it and give it. Now, says uh, Abaya. Abaya is going to explain like this. Abaya says, generally, who is responsible for writing the get? The husband. Right? Now, in usually, if a husband is not writing the get himself, that shows a certain lack of knowledge or ability. Right? Now, if the husband decides himself to hire a sofa, so obviously he's not embarrassed and he's getting a sofa himself, he doesn't care. That's fine. But, if the husband instructs certain people that I want you to write it, right? he's limiting. I don't want everyone to know that I can't do it myself. And therefore, where he is limiting the amount of people he wants to know that he can't write, therefore you don't have a right to do what? Give it another person. To ask somebody else to go ahead and do it. Because he'd be in mock pit on that. Why be in mock pit on that? He's embarrassed. Because embarrassed that people should know, should know. I, I'm, I'm letting you know, I'm not letting anybody else know. So in our Mishnah, where there's already a written get, either he wrote it, or he got somebody else to write it, that's not an issue. <coughs> so therefore, when he tells you, give this, and you tell somebody else, give it, it's not reflecting on who wrote the get, it's not a problem. But in this case, where he's instructing them to write it and give it, if they pass that on, it'll be clear that he never wrote it himself, and therefore, they don't have a right to pass on, because they have to do it all themselves, right? Now, so let's, uh, and that, that, that's, the, that's the difference between, let's see Abai inside. So I'm Rabbi, your husband, time am I, over there in the Brisa that we just quoted, there was a Brisa in, in later on in Tav above. my... Uh, because the husband is being disparaged if he's publicizing the fact that what? He doesn't know how to write. But in our Mishnah, there's no Bizoy in the Baal. Why is there no Bizoy in the Baal? Because it's already written. It's already written. Either he did it or he got somebody else. But I'm clear that's not something he's being marked for. 
All right. That's the answer according to Abai. So Abai is learning with like an emotional piece over here that is, uh, has to come into play. And that's the difference between the Bryce on Samachvav and our Mishnah. Rabbah has a whole different way. It's a much more technical piece over here that really is fundamental to the laws of Shlichus. Says Rabbah like this. He says that a Shlia, that, 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 that a Shliach number one can may be made into a Shliach by the party, the Mishalev, the one who's making him into Shliach, he says that he, he has the ability to empower him to do something, even with instruction, with Mili. Only with instruction alone he can do that, right? He says like this, however, there's a difference. If the instruction, the first instruction, only involved words, he does not have the power to pass on instruction to a Shliach number two. If the instruction to number one involved an action as well, together with the instruction, as in our Mishnah, because not only am I instructing you, go give this to my wife, what am I doing? I'm handing you a document. So there's, there's an action together with the instruction. So when is Shliach empowered to Osa Shliach is only if there was an action in the original Shlichus. But if it's only Mili, it was only instruction without an action, the only one who can do that type of Shliach is the Mishaleach, is the original person can make Shliach number one. Shliach number one is not empowered in such a situation to do what? Right. To create Shliach number two. Therefore, now it comes a different, clear difference between our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, why can you say Shliach, I say Shliach? Because he gave him the get. In the case of the Brisa, it was, it was no get, it's only instruction. Instruction does not empower Shliach number one to make Shliach number two to Shliach. When you say he doesn't right. have a right to give it, to give it. He doesn't have the power to give it. He doesn't have the power, it doesn't work. It is so the second one gives, it's no Nothing, word. that's insane. That is, it is ah. shlichus, it's bottle. It, according to, wow. ra, according to, uh, ra, now that's a much more fundamental concept in the principle of shlichus right. than the reason that was given by Abaya. Abaya wasn't a fundamental issue in shlichus, it was the mindset was of the Mishaleach. Let's see it inside. So why is it like this? Uh, was please, Rabbi Amar, Rabbi says, the problem is Mishum Demili Minhu. That in the case of Bryce, all you have are words, instruction. Mili is not empowered, is not empowered the Shliach to do what? To transfer the Shliach. To transfer the Shliach. For him it works. Only the Baal can do it, but not to the next person. So Moses says, my benai, is there a practical outcome, a practical difference between whether you go with the reason of Abaya, that's because of the embarrassment of the husband, or the reason of uh, Rava, that the problem over here is the, um, what's his name? The, the, the mechanics of the shlichus. So Moses gives a couple of differences. Oh, Mark is actually one right now. Ika benayu, the difference is going to be like this. Let's say, we're not talking about a get, a matana. Alright, let's say I want to, Reuven wants to give a piece of property to Shliach, to, 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 to Shimon, as a, as a gift. Now, the, the din is, in such a case, in order for Shimon to show that he's the owner of that property, he has to have a deed of transfer written up. He has to have a document saying this has been transferred to him. Now, who is responsible for that document to be written? Shimon. Shimon. Reuben doesn't care whether that document is written or not. Shimon is, needs that document. So the halacha is that Shimon has to pay the sofer for that document to be written up because he is the beneficiary 
of receiving that. So therefore, it's his responsibility to make it up. Therefore, in a case where Ruvain tells somebody, go ahead and write it up and give it to him, there's no embarrassment from Ruvain's perspective. Because it's not his responsibility to have it written up. So according to Abaya, you can instruct the Shliach to write it and go ahead and do it. And he can go ahead and make another shliach and do it because the concept of embarrassment is not applicable out of here. But according to Rava, where it's a problem of Mili, if it's an instruction to write up without any physical transference, it still won't work because it's got nothing to do with embarrassment. But a, one shliach cannot transfer just instruction to another. So that's going to be the nafkamina between the two. So let's see this inside. Sigmar says that the nafkamina between them is... Um, whether the shliach of a, of a document of a gift, that's the, uh, to write the document of the gift, that's going to be the difference between them. And this machlek is actually preceded a generation before, before Rabban Abaya, in two generations, it was also the machlokas in Eretz Yisrael between Rav and Shmuel. Actually, it doesn't have to be Eretz Yisrael, it was in, 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 in Babel as well. Rav and Shmuel moved to, to Babel. So it happened in Babel as well, but a few generations earlier. Where do we see that? Because Rav Amar, Matana Enoch Get. Rav says the halacha of Matana is not like the halacha of Get. means even though Ein Shliach owes a Shliach by Get, in the case of Get, by Matana you don't have that problem. Why? He learns, like we just said in Abaya, that what? It's because of embarrassment by Matana. No. There's no uh, sense of embarrassment. Whereas Shmuel Amar Matana Hareu could get that Shmuel said that it is a problem as well. Just as it's a problem on on, on Samach Vav by get by Matana you can have the same problem because it's got nothing to do with embarrassment. What's the reason? It's no good. The word. That So therefore, so it aligns the two things align. Let's go on. Now. The last line, we're going to have to learn this like Rashi. Taisvah disagrees with Rashi's learning of the Mishnah. It's a little forced. But the way Rashi learns as follows. It says in the Mishnah, If he said, I want you to take back from her a certain object that is mine, so then, in such a case, there seems to be an insistence that what? That Shliach 1 should do it. And in such a case, Shliach 1 should not make Shliach... Two. Now, let me explain to you the machlokes outside, and then we're going to have to tweak it a little bit between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Reish Lakish sees that this rule that Rabbeinu Hakadosh put in that I'm sending you, and normally this is din of shliach osis shliach, but you should know I want you to retrieve the the item. So therefore, that means I'm asking you to go ahead and do it. He says it's not it's not a din in the laws of shlichus for gittin. This is more of a halacha in the laws of a momendika halacha in the laws of shomrim, which means that if I've asked you to watch something, you don't have a right to do what as somebody else to watch because I trust you. I don't trust that. Or if I borrow, if you if you borrow something, I lend you something. Only you're allowed to use it. Nobody else allowed to use it. So Reish Lakish learns that even though it's been couched in the case of a Gittin case, the bottom line, what it's really coming to teach me is a halacha in Dine Shomrim, which would mean that, for example, that let's say I asked you to do it, and you went and told him to do it, and he gave the get and took the object back, and let's say he ends up losing the object, it gives me the right to go and charge you, because you had no right to ask him to take it back. But Lagabe the get... 
It doesn't change the status of the get. Because besides the din of the get, there is a din of shomer, oh, shomer. That's not the problem over here. The problem is the gabe, the din of shmira. But that's, so therefore, according to Rishlokish, this is a very limited halacha to the laws of Shomrim. I want you to do it, not him, because otherwise you're going to be held financially for the okay. item. But it has nothing to do with whether the get is a good get or not. If the get was given, then the get's given. Rabbi Yochanan sees this as much more of a gittin related issue. Rabbi Yochanan says that in such a case, there is a situation, we'll see the scenario, but there is a situation that if I ask you to do it and retrieve the object, and you ask him to do it, not only, it's not only a Shmira issue, it's possible that it'll end up being that because you didn't follow my instruction, therefore, the get won't be a good get. Do you understand? The get will be because you violated the, sh- the shlichus. If you violate the shlichus, then it nullifies the shlichus. If it nullifies the shlichus, then the get's not going to work. So therefore, we'll see. Let's just, let's just, let's just, I'm just giving you the, uh, the overall. Let me get into the details. But the point is that according to Reish Lakish, this is only a Shomrim halacha, whereas according to Rab Yochanan, this halacha in the Mishnah is a Gitin halacha, not a Shomrim halacha. Alright, let's see it inside. So, Amar Reish Lokish. Everybody with me? Kan Shona Rebbe. What Rebbe was teaching us over here is Ein Ashol Roshay Lahashil, Ein Asof Roshay Lahaskir. He's teaching us a very uh, appointed halacha concerning the laws of Shmira. That once you borrow something, you're not allowed to let somebody else use it. And if you rent something, you're not allowed to have somebody rent it from you. You cannot sublease. The bottom line is, it's very... That's why I told you to retrieve the object... You have to be the shomer. You should not make somebody else shomer. But this is only what it's limited to. It's not limited to the efficacy of what? The get. It's not even, it has nothing to do with the get. So Amalur of Yechon, of Yechon said to his brother-in-law, He says, that halacha, that a shol can't give it to another shol, or a seichel can't give it to another shol, that's something even children in, 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 in school know that. So therefore, I don't know, I don't need Rabbein HaKadosh to be putting it in a Mishnah, in Chavtes, in, in, in Gittin. The fact that he put it in Chavtes, in Gittin, means this is not to teach me the laws of Shmira, this has greater impact. This is teaching me the laws of Legabe, the din of Get. That's what it's doing over here. Ella. So what Rabbi Yochanan explains over here. Zimnin. There are going to be times that the gita have, that the get won't be a get. That's what it's teaching me. Now he says there are times, but not all the time. There are going to be times that the get will not be a get. Why? Because it becomes like a tznai. What does it mean? It's considered like a situation. Let's say somebody instructs an agent. I want you, There's a, the house has two floors. The first floor is called the Bayas, the second floor is called the Aliyah. He says, I want this get to be given, Dafka Bayas. And what did the Shliach do? He went and he gave it in the Aliyah. Good get or not a good get? No Why good. is it not a good get? Why? The get's the, because because you're violating the condition of the get. Right. Therefore, the get won't be a good get. The gears of Aliyah, and he got divorced during the, in the attic. Right. Or, al the Yamin. Again, we don't understand why he wants it, but that's his Mishagat. He says, I want you to put it into her right hand. 
And the shliach went and he put it in her yes, left hand. What's the halacha? Since he made that a hakpada of the shlichus, okay. therefore what? So therefore gershav is small, right? So therefore that's going to be a violation. So therefore it comes out, Rav Yochanan saying, that, the, that this situation, which is I want you to retrieve it, there's possibilities that in certain scenarios, which we're going to go through right now, that it's not only a question of can you charge the first shliach one for something that happens to it with shliach, the shmirah. Shmirah, I don't need it for shmirah. But in certain cases, this is a violation of the shlichus, and if it's a violation of the shlichus, then what? The get won't be a good get. Now, because he said zimnin, means it's not always that way, so let's figure out when is it that way, when it's not. Let me just finish and you ask the question. It's more like this. The Kula Alman, now both Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan will agree. Now the way Rashi seems to learn it, in a case where he said to him, he said, I want this item retrieved. I want this item retrieved from this woman. And, but he never said insistent that I want you to be the one that retrieves. So I want the item retrieved. Now, as Rashi explains, Pashad, who did he want to retrieve the item? The fact I'm making you the Shliach. Obviously, he wants Shliach 1 to do it, and not Shliach. That's implicit in the understanding over here. But what happened over here is, now, let's, logic. If I'm telling you, I want an item retrieved, what should be the order that the get's given? First, give me the item. Look, give me the item first, because that's my leverage, right? And then, uh, I'll give you the get. So now what happens is he never was insistent. He never said, I want you to do it. He just said, I want the item. So then Rabbi Yochanan will agree. In this case, we don't look at it like a t'nai that I need you to do it and not anybody else. And therefore, as long as she comes forth first, so therefore, so that she came forth, and she gave the object, and only then took the get, Everyone agrees, even Rabbi Yochanan will agree it's a good get, even though, who is the one that ended up giving it? Shliach 2. And even though Lechora, the fact you wanted an object come back, you could understand that he was more insistent than Shliach 1, but no harm, no foul. The right order was followed, everything was followed, even Rabbi Yochanan will agree to Rish Lakish, it's not a problem under that scenario. Keep Ligi. So where is Rabbi Yochan and Rishlog is going to disagree? Again, I'm going to read this like Rashi. It's a little bit forced. Not like Tysus. But again, what does he learn? Keep Ligi. Heicha amra lei shkol minor He was insistent on two things. First of all, Rashi explains, he was, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. And I want, and why do I want you? Because you're going to make sure that what? She's first going to give it to me and not going to at uh, 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 first going to give me the item and then she's going to get the what's give it to me the, the first give it to the agent give it to the yeah right, right 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 correct now now the point is and that's what and that's what Raj explains is, is that that and now we also understand why you don't want an agent to do it it's not because again I'm, you know he's not going to watch it as well because when you have this broken telephone I'm afraid that if you go and give it to somebody else to do that what what piece might be left out and I get the item first that's right. That person might not know to get the item first, and I might end up getting stuck. Then now go, go, go find her. Go get the get right. So therefore, like this, he said, "Shkol havla gito." Now, v'azal ihu. Now, what happened was over here is that the shliach. All right, the shliach, and and the way Rashi seems to learn it, the shliach too went v'yavla gito, and he reversed the order. 
Shlich to reverse the order. He first he gave the get. What he got? But at the end he got the item. But the first thing he did, he gave. He says that right now. Rabbi Yochanan posted both. Rabbi Yochanan said it's a violation of the shlichus because the shlichus was made dafka what that you first take the item. So as soon as you gave the get. You don't know at that point you're going to end up getting the item. Right then, what happens? Nullifies the shlichus. Now, even the fact that she ended up giving get the get later, it doesn't help because at that point the shlichus already was disqualified. Now, so therefore, and that's a problem if shliach too did it, but, uh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, that's a problem even if shliach one did it, meaning if shliach one gave it out of order, it's no good. Kol Shekain, if Shliach number two did it. The Kol Shekain B'Sholchai. That's a, that's a, so therefore, Rabbi Yechonon holds that if the Shlichos said specifically, I want you to get the item and then give the get, so therefore, for sure, if Shliach won, I'm sorry, it, it's a problem even with Shliach one, and for sure it's a problem with Shliach two, because the reason I wanted you to do it and not make a Shliach two, because I was mamish concerned about this thing. But in both scenarios it's no good. Whereas Reish Lakish learns that this is never viewed as a t'nai in the get. This is just viewed as a term of the, the laws of the, of, of the, of the Shmira. It's just a, a, it's a Shmira aspect. So Reish Lakish Machshir B'Shluchon He says it works even in the case of Shliach 2 it will still be a good get. And culture came by, and even in the case of Shliach 1. Means the way Rashi seems to be learning this is like this. That even where I'm insistent that this is the order that it should be done, Rabbi Yochanan looks at it as a t'nai in the get. Reish Lakish just looks at it as a din in the shmira. It's not a t'nai in the get. And therefore, as long as at the end of the day, I got the object done, which order it makes will not disqualify even with shlu- uh, even if it's a shliach number two. Even with shliach number two, it works. That's the way that, that the machlokas comes out. So it comes out. This is the way Rashi learns it. Comes out according to Rabbi Yochanan. Comes out according to Rabbi Yochanan, even in a case where I was insistent, and that insistence implies that I got the one shliach one and not shliach two. But if shliach two ends up doing it correctly. It still will be a good, it still works. Taisa disagrees. Taisa says, well, there seems oh. to be an insistence on Shliach 1. As soon as you made Shliach 2, oh. that would break the Shliach. So it doesn't matter what order it was. Tashi doesn't learn that. Rashi learns that it works with Shliach 2 as long as it's done in the right order. And it doesn't work with Shliach 1, even with Shliach 1, if it's done out of order in the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan. In the sheet of Rabbi it doesn't matter. Let's go on to them. But if, if, if that other, if the other object was never given, that for sure everyone would agree. There's, yeah, there's no deal then. Well, again, I don't know in the laws, I don't know according to Reish Lakish. Because according to Reish Lakish, it wasn't a tnai in the shlichus of the get. Right. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to have to pay me now because you didn't follow my instruction. Yes. According to Reish Lakish, it's possible to get it. Reish Lakish is not saying it's possible. Correct. Right, it's correct. Two separate things. All right. Now, let's go to the next Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah, now it throws in Medina Sayyam. So that now we understand, now the Shliach 1 is going to be a problem making a Shliach 2 for another reason, not because ain't Shliach owes a Shliach. Even if Shliach owes a Shliach, but what about the Fananech, the Fananech is going to be an issue now. So I was up there, look at this. Hamevi get, Medina Sayyam. Here too he got sick. 
So I'm not able to go. I'm not able to catch the plane. I've got to catch a plane to Eretz Yisrael. I'm not going to be doing it. So what do I do? What he can do is, he brings another person into Beistin. And now, what Beistin are going to do, are they're going to say, you need to say, and then we will empower the second Shliach to continue on. Because now, so therefore, uh, so but and the second shleach doesn't have to say it. He can't say it. No, he can't. Doesn't have to say it. But he's not able to say it. But what he will tell the based in Eretz Yisrael, what will he tell them? I'm a shleach and based in. Now the fact that he was made a shleach and based in, that means the based in Eretz Yisrael are going to understand that what. That, he that the, 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 there must have been a Bafana Necht, Bafana Necht have done, because they would not have made him Shliach 2 without Shliach 1 having said Bafana Necht, Bafana Nechtam. Right. Now, Amalei Rabbonon Avimi, the raid of Rabbavo. But Rachachamim said to Avimi, who was the son of Rabbavo, that, by me name, Rabbavo, you're going to see your father. I want you to ask your father the following Shiloh. Alright? Our mission is discussing whether one shliach can make another shliach. What about, can the second shliach make a third shliach? Right? Well, can it go, can, 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 we, can we give it on? So he says, like the shliach, the shliach, ma'ashvi uh, shliach, or loy. Can the shliach of the shliach make his own shliach or not? So, he says, that, yeah, I don't, you don't have to waste my father's time for that. That's Pashat. Why? It says, the, the, the wording of the Mishnah says, that the last shliach, alright, does not have to say, it doesn't say the second shliach doesn't have to say. What does it say? The last. The last shliach. The fact that it says the last shliach, obviously, what does it tell you? However many you want. That you can go on. It doesn't, you don't, you're not limited to only two. So therefore, that a shliach two can make a shliach three. So, but if you want to have a good shiloh, right? You want to have a good shiloh. I'll tell you what a good shiloh could be. Okay, clearly from the Lashen, that it's shliach achron, the second shliach can make the third shliach. The question is, does that second shliach have to make the third shliach in Beistin? That's the question you should ask yourself. So it's a Does that second act of transferal have to be in Beistin or not? It's actually the third act. But I mean, first shliach made into the, made the second shliach, does that have to be Beistin? So Amrulay, so he said, that we also don't have a Shiloh on. Why is that not a Shiloh? Why? Because the, 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 the one who shows up in Eretz Yisrael, it says, what does he say? He has to say, he says, Shleach based in Ani. That's the only way that in Eretz Yisrael they know that Bifana Nechtam, Bifana Nechtam was said. But if Shleach number two just some randomly makes Shleach number three a Shleach, he's not going to be able to say, I was a Shleach made and based in. And they're not going to be able to know that there was a Bifana So clearly, if Shleach two can make Shleach three a Shleach, it has to be Davka in based in. So therefore, that's not a shayla either. So I'm like, That wasn't a shayla. It was midiktani. As the Ella Omer, the shliach based. As we say, shliach based in ani. So clearly, that's the way it was seen. Now, that was the version that we have. The first version. Now, the is the second version. He learned the dialogue between the Chachamim and Rab Avimi was some, and Avimi, the son of Rabbi Avo, was somewhat different. He says, "Amr le Rabbanon le Avimi bereid Rabbi Avo." It was reversed. 
They said, go ask your father, we want to know, shliach the shliach, imash shliach, the basin, or shliach the basin. The original question was, we know that a shliach can make a shliach, but we want to know that when the shliach makes a shliach, that doesn't have to be in basin, meaning the, the second time that the shlichus happens. Not meaning, when shliach two makes shliach three a shliach, does it have to be in basin? That's what we wanted to know. So Amar Luhu, he, so he said like this, well, why don't you ask uh, even more basic, you're assuming that Shliach 2 can make Shliach 3. How do you know that Shliach 2 can make Shliach 3? You're asking it doesn't be a basin, how do you know it has to be made? So they have a Tibayu Luchu, Imash Shliach, Ba'alma. How do you know Stamazai that he couldn't be making him into a Shliach? So Amalei, how do you come to That wasn't a Shliach to us. This non, Eina Shliach Achron. It says, Eina Shliach Achron. All the Shliach Achron has to say is that I was made a Shliach. I was made a shliach and based in. So therefore, the fact that it says achron, it doesn't say sheni, what does that teach me? So we know that you can keep going. So the mechlal, the shliach, mash me shliach, to see a shliach and make a shliach. Ella, kikam in However, our shaila was, does a dabka have to be a shliach making a shliach, making a shliach, does it have to be dabka based in, a shliach based in? And on that he said again, amalahu, hanamalahu, that shouldn't be a shaila to you. Tektani, because what does the guy who shows up in Israel have to be able to say? Obviously, the fact that that's what he has to be able to say, that means even if you hold, you can pass it down. It all has to be done in basin. It cannot be done on your own. But this is the same limud we did a second ago. Like, what's the difference? They're just the reverse. There was two versions of the story. Okay. The outcome is the same, but there was two versions of how the story came about. Okay. Now, Amarabba Shliach Be'er Yisrael Oise Kamashluchin. So Rabba said that in Eretz Yisrael, well, you don't have to worry about saying Befanai Nechtam or Befanai Nechtam. So then one can make two, two can make three, three can make four. And you don't have to do it in front of Basin. Why? Because it's not Befanai Nechtam, Befanai Nechtam, not a problem. So I'm a Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi asked the question like this. Rav Ashi asked an interesting question. Right? This is the Chakira. Chakira is you have two ways in Talmudic analysis. Right? When a Shliach makes a Shliach, who makes the shliach, right? Shliach number three, is he getting his power from shliach number two, or are they all getting their power from shliach number one? Right? What's the difference? Let's say shliach number one dies before it is delivered. Now, if shliach number one is empowering two, and that empowerment goes over to number three, but all coming on shliach number one, then what happens when shliach number one dies? You can't give it. But if shliach number one got it from two, and two got it from three, and one dies, Three could still give it. Why? Because two is alive, right? That was the Shiloh he asked. So therefore, like this. So Amaravashi Imes Rishon Bat Lukulon. He says, No, first Shliach is the one that empowers all of them. And if the first Shliach dies, I get. So Amar Marba Ravashi, he says, This ruling of my father, Hada Abba the he said it when he was younger. Meaning, this is not the halacha. He came up with that chaf when he was younger, but therefore, but it's not true. Because you know who really is empowering all of them? Is the, is the husband. And therefore, that's the one that it matters that he stay alive. Doesn't matter about the, the, the shluchim. That has no, that, that has no, uh, says like this. So, ilu meiz baal. If the husband were to die, would there be anything left of the shlichus? Obviously not. So, so they have clearly, who are they getting their strength from? Because the ba'al And therefore, shlich one makes shlich two, makes shlich three. I don't care who died before. What I do care about is who's alive. The husband's alive. 
is alive, they're not considered like all of them, they are empowered to give it. is not alive, then all the shlichus falls away. Fine. Ha'hu Gavra, there was a certain individual, the Shadalagito, the Bisu, who sent a get to his wife. So Amar, Shliach, so what happens like this, let's set up the case. So Ruben took uh, a Shliach, and he said to the Shliach, I want you to go and divorce my wife, and here is the get. The, the, the Shliach said, that's very nice, I'm willing to do that for you, I'm going there anyway, I don't know what she looks like. I don't know her, I don't know her personally, I don't know what she looks like. So Amar, Shliach, Leah, I don't know her. So I'm a lay, it's not a problem. Because I have a friend who lives in that city. Zil Yahavala Abba Bar Minyumi. You, when you get there, give the document over to Abba Bar Minyumi. And Abba Minyumi, my friend, knows what my wife looks like. And he will execute the get. Everybody clear with the case? Mm-hmm. Alright? And he will go and give it now to her. So now, fine. Alright? So, Asa, he came, this Shliach came to the city, asked about this woman, I'm sorry, asked about uh, Abba Bar Minyumi. Abba Minyumi is away, he's not here. So, what am I supposed to find him? What am I supposed to do? So, Lelo Ashkach, Abba Bar Minyumi, couldn't find him. So, but Ashkechei, what he did find was the based in. He found Rabbi Yavor, Rabbi Hanina Bar Papa, and Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka, and the other of Sabra Gabay, and Rabbi Sabra happened to be sitting there as well. So, Amrulay, so they said to him the following. Masar Milach Kamei done. Pass your instruction over to us. Means your instruction, your shlichus, give over to us. When he gets back into town, then what? We'll give it to him. Uh, we will give it to him. And then he'll take it and execute it by giving it to her. So this sounds like a very good idea. Right, let's go ahead and do it. Rav Safra, who was sitting there, wasn't part of the base, he was sitting at the side, he said, you can't do that. You guys just made a mistake. Why? Now listen to his chap. I want to say it outside. It's a little bit technical. What he's saying is as follows. He says, a shliach can only give over to the other shliach of what he is empowered to do. And therefore, if he's giving over to base, then he can only give over to base din of what he is empowered to do. Now, the way Rav Safra understood the fact that when this guy said, I don't know who she is, he says, fine, the only thing I'm requiring you to do is what? Give it, does or something to know. Therefore, but he's not, he didn't empower him to divorce her. He doesn't have the ability to execute the get. He only has the ability to locate that person. Therefore, how can you take over the shlichus from him that is going to therefore allow you to empower the third guy to execute the get if he cannot. The only thing he's able to do is directly give it to that guy. He can't transfer the right of giving the get to, to execute the get because he wasn't given the right to execute the get. So he's giving over not his rights. What's that? He's not giving over his rights to other people. He's in, he, whatever he has the right, whatever he's doing, he's giving to someone else to do. Which is, but it's only to, right but, to again, right but that. his, his understanding, he's level. saying is that right was only, his goal was to get no, it to Abba, no. Bar, Man, and he would have to execute the get. And, and he would have to execute. Means I'm, I'm a shliach. I'm not a shliach to execute. I'm a shliach. I'm a sira to make sure I. He's appointing that guy, and I have a right to get it to him. But I don't have a right to make the based in the shliach to make him the shliach. 
Not All right. But the original yeah. statement yeah. is what? One second, let's just see. So I'm a little Rav Safra. So Rav Safra said to them, this fellow is not a shliach that had the right to execute the get. He's only a shliach to locate the guy who will be the right to execute the get. So how can he transfer to you the right to execute the get? So Sufu, they got embarrassed. Right? He, like he said, you guys made a psaq, that's the wrong psaq, they won't get embarrassed. So I'm a rabba kapchinehu rab safra litlosed rabbanat samuchi. This rab safra basically chopped off the legs of three ordained rabbis. He undercut three ordained rabbis. So I'm Rabashi. Rabashi says, I disagree. For my kapchinehu. I disagree with you. He says, that maybe the Rabashi is saying. He says like this. The fact is that initially, what did the husband want to do? He wanted to make him execute the get. Now he doesn't know it. He doesn't take back that right from the guy. I mean, if that, if you would uh, have a, a dream at night and see who she is, you could go ahead and execute the get. So he's not taking away the right to execute the get. He still has the right. And if he still has the right to execute the get, then what? He's going to empower the basin to do it. That's the point. So when it's like this, did this person say, I want to execute the get, and you can't do it. He never said, and you can't do it. There's a technical issue. You don't know what you look at. So therefore, there's one version of the story. It's one version of the story is, Rav Safra tried to undercut the basin, and in this version, Ravashi came along and said, they, the ruling was the correct ruling. Let's go to the next version. Iker Amri's version number two. Amar So Rava said, Kapchina Rav Safra Again, Rava, after the give and take, he said, they undercut the, 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 the legs out from the three Rabbonin. Rabbonin Tzmuchi. But Betausa. Betausa means that what? It was a mistake. Meaning like this. Means Rava was pointing out, he didn't agree with that. Why? Because he felt that actually he is empowered to go ahead and do it. And on this version, Amr Bashi, I don't see, I don't, I just, I don't, I disagree with you. I think Rav Safra was right. Because my Amr because what he was telling him, Abram and Yumi, Beloy At. By the fact that he said, well, let Abba Menyumi do it, that is implicit that what? I don't want you doing it, I want him. Which means, therefore, they, he didn't have the right to give the base in, the, the right to execute the get. All right. Ahu Gabra, there was a certain person, the Shadali Gitali Debis, who said, will get to his wife. Amalei Lishliach, he told the Shliach, Loites Nehale Atol Sinyam. He says, you have to hold on to this for 30 days. All right? That all learned for 30 days. Now, the simple, why would he say that? Maybe, I'm going to try to re- reconcile the situation. I can reconcile the situation, fine. But if I, if, if I can't reconcile, 30 days time, you go ahead and give this get. Mm-hmm. Now, Itnis Begoytol Sinyam. In day 15, the Shliach got sick. The day 15, the Shliach got sick. He saw that what? He's not going to be able to get there to deliver it after day 30. So, Azakamei to Rav. It came before Rav. So, I'm a Rav. Cholo, we had in our Mishnah that it said that if you sent Shliach one and he got sick, what was the aloha? Because it's an onus, what could he do? He can make Shliach number two. So time of my Mishnah to onus, because it's an onus. So Hainami, onusu. So this should be the same thing. So therefore, since he's an onus, therefore what? He should be able to empower somebody else. But again, the same instruction. That person shouldn't deliver it. Just give it to the guy that... After... On day 15, give it to him and he'll give it after day 30. No harm, no foul. So therefore... So I'm not me on the soup. So I'm So... Mesor Miloch Kamei Didan. So he said, give me... 
your instruction. Rabbi said to him, pass me on your instruction. And after day 30, I'll find a shliach to fulfill it. Meaning, Rabbi like the based in. So he says, give me over your instruction. Your get that you're executing, give it to me. And after day 30, I'll find the shliach who will fulfill the mission. Alright? So only Rabban and Rabban and Sifter are a very interesting point. They said like this, maybe that doesn't work. Why? Because it's true that the husband made the shliach the power to execute the get. But only when does he get that power? After 30 days. After 30 days. So therefore, how can he empower Basin to make a shliach with the ability to execute if he doesn't have that executable power until after 30 days? That's the question. That shliach is not empowered on day 15 to have the executor get at that point. So how could he make you the Basin to find a shliach after day 30? So Amalahu, so Rabbi said like this, he said, since he is empowered to do it after 30 days, he's considered to be empowered, he's executed even on day 15. So therefore, even on day 15. So it's more like a different question. One second. Why did the person take a time out? It's not like a guy sending, like, a guy sends a get from Chutzlar, so it'll take six months. I'm not going to be worried about this question right now. But if a guy says specifically a time limit, don't give it before 30 days, clearly, what does that show us? He's trying to reconcile. How do you know he didn't? How do you know on day 30 that he didn't reconcile? Right? Okay. Then how can you give it? How can you give it to someone else? Right. So when it says like this, again, this is only a problem. It's not a problem when it takes six months to get it because there was no sense that they're going to reconcile. Here there's a sense, right? Milo Tanan, the one brings a raya from the following mission, a Gavaldi Raya. It says like this, whatever person says to his wife, he says to the, uh, or to the agent, he says that, listen, I want to get to Bichal from today if I don't come back within 12 months. Right. If I don't come back within 12 months, retroactively, when's the get going to be from? 30 days after. No, from oh, no. the first day they gave it. Well, now, I'm when giving the get, the get now. Yeah. It's retroactive from now if I don't come back within 12 months. Yeah. Now, what happened over there, six months in, the guy dies. Hareze get. So it says, it's not a problem. 12 months, obviously, we're going to go by. 12 months go by, he never came back. Obviously, he's not coming back, right? And therefore, retroactively, he'll be a get from when he was alive from today. We had a problem on this. He says like this, even the first six months, though, he's not alive anymore to ask. So therefore, how do you know within the six, first six months he didn't make up with this wife and that's a get Yashon. This get can't be used. Maybe he made up with her. And we don't know why. Because he didn't get back to the And he's dead. He, we don't know. He didn't show up. He's dead. Now we see from here. Uh, no, one second, one second. So, Rabbi Baruch said you have to say that in his instruction he's saying, that you have to, that I'm empowering I'm empowering the shliach or the based in that my wife will be entrusted to say if I came back within the 12 months or not. That has to be the case. Because if you don't empower the wife to say it, then how do you know whether he came back or not? What do you see though? We see therefore over here too. You see that, how can you use this get? He says within 30 days. Bottom line, within the, how do you know he never, he never made up with her within the 30 days, right? We don't know that. And we didn't, in this case, wasn't a case was, well, you'll trust her. To say whether you made up or not. So the Kash was in Rambah. How can you accept this as a get? So, so therefore he got embarrassed. 
But then that end came out that she was only in Arusa, only first stage of marriage. It wasn't the second stage of marriage. And therefore, there's no problem of Shema Pais. Shema Pais is only a problem that's going to be Miyachet and it's going to become a Get Yashon. But here you don't have to worry about it. Why? Can't it wasn't a suin. Right, anyway. I'm a rubber. I'm a rubber. I'm a rubber. He said that concept that we have to worry about, if they said it by a case in the suin, we're going to worry about that by Arison. Clearly, we don't have to worry about Arison. And the ruling was a correct ruling. The get was a good get. Not a problem. We don't have to worry about it, which is only in Arusa. I'm a rubber. But this is a Shiloh. This for sure is going to be a Shiloh that we can ask. He must be based in Shliach. When based in a point, Shliach B, because Shliach A is sick and can no longer take over the role, right? The case over here is that the front of Oshlodifonim does that have to be in front of Shliach A? I mean, does Shliach A have to be present when there's the transferal of power from Shliach A to Shliach B? Or we don't need him anymore? I mean, the Bezdin. The Bezdin. We, we don't need him. So Hadar Pashta, then he can just bain before him, bain shalom before him. Once, once the power has been transformed over to based in, yeah, they yeah. can transfer it onto the Shleach, whether he's around or whether he's not. Charles, me some they sent from Eretz Yisrael the following stuff, bain b'sar before him, bain shalom before That once based in has been empowered, they can make Shleach be even without the presence of Shleach. Okay.